Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Jessica, this is the happiest day of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV and insured it with Progressive. Man, I love that thing. There are a million fish in the sea, which I'm reminded of every time I bring my RV to the lake, but I vow to love and cherish you just as much as I cherish campsites with full electric and water hookups. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Protect your beloved with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Children, I was once a child. I've lived through these things. I've lost so many people from my family. I didn't even see my family for six years. Even when I left Gaza, it's not like this is a new situation, you know. All of these lives, all of these lives, all of these dreams, you're responsible for, for them. For these things, you know, you're doing exactly what Israel is doing, you know. Um, Yara, Yara, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time. This was a most depressing conversation, but thanks so much to our panel for joining us. Tanya Hash Hassan, Jason uh, Lee, Yara Eid. You'll find much more about the Gaza war, uh, and you can watch this or any other of our programs again if you go to aljazeera.com. Also, we want to know what you think. Post your comments on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash AJ Inside Story. And you can even tweet us, although now it's called X, not Twitter. We're at AJ Inside Story. I'll be back in this chair very soon from all the team here. Stay safe. Bye-bye for now. As the war on Gaza escalates, Al Jazeera's correspondents are on the ground. They have to make a decision between patients, who to save and who to let go. This damage was caused by one of the rockets fired from Gaza. There are numerous other houses that have also been hit. Nine Palestinian hospitals were bombarded by the Israeli occupation forces. This is just the beginning. Stay with us for the latest developments on Al Jazeera. Fake companies, fake passports, international banks, and the proceeds of organized crime. Intanto ci spieghi chi è lei e qual è il suo lavoro, insomma, di cosa si occupa. Con il film Pulp Fiction, io sono quello che sono In a remarkable three-part people and power investigation into a... The Ghana Journalists Association welcomes you to the 27th GJA Media Awards, a night of networking and recognizing achievements themed leveraging media freedom to sustain the democratic and security architecture. The litmus test of election 2024. Keynote speaker, Mrs. Jean Mensah, Chairperson, Electoral Commission, Chairman, Reverend Dr. Ernest Edujemfi, Chairman, National Peace Council, Special Guests of Honor, Honorable Opon Krumah, Minister for Information, and 
and Her Excellency Virginia E. Palmer, U.S. Ambassador to Ghana. Join us at the 27th GJA Media Awards as we celebrate excellence at the Accra International Conference Center, Sunday, October 29th, 2023, 3 p.m. sharp. Lead sponsor, GCB Bank. Major sponsors, U.S. Embassy, KGL, Ghana Gas, ADB Bank, Yoko, and Tobinko. Supporting sponsors, Ghana Police Service, Stamping Bank, Access Bank, GBC, National Security, Kapoha, SNIT, National Insurance Commission, Innerlink, and Ghana Shippers Authority. Powered by the GJA and Glow Productions. How are you doing? Trust you're doing great. I am doing great and I'm excited as always to come your way with the baby doctor. You may have seen a video or a picture of a child badly burnt or one with a fracture and seeing the pain in their eyes is not something you want to experience. So here's what we've decided to do today. We're going to have a conversation about preventing accidents at home. Once again, I've been joined by Dr. Coy. She's agreed graciously to help you get some ideas on, on how you can prevent your child or your baby from falling victim to some of these unfortunate situations. So do stay with us. We've got a lot more for you right after this. Get ready for an unforgettable experience filled with laughter, dedication, and quality time with your loved ones. Introducing the Koi Family Fun Day, where friends and family come together for hours of fun, entertaining games such as trampoline, bouncy castle, face painting, table tennis, scrabble, ludo, musical chairs, you name it. Join us on the 4th of August 2023 as we gather for a spectacular day of bonding and friendly competition. There will also be a health corner where our specialists offer dental checks, eye checks, counseling and many more. You may be a seasoned player or a first time participant. Come to the SOS Village Car Park at Tama Community 6 between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. There's something for everyone. Koi Pediatrics, your child's well-being, our passion. Hello there. Thank you so much for staying on The Baby Doctor. Here's what I want you to do today, especially for me. Call a friend. Send a message on all your WhatsApp groups because we're going to have a very important conversation about preventing home or domestic accidents. It's important because the numbers are not too good and Doc will be sharing that with us pretty shortly on how many children get caught up in domestic accidents, whether it's drowning, burning, you know, falls that lead to fractures and sometimes fatalities. So I'll just give you a few seconds to do this, right? Call a friend, 
gather the house together. And I say this all the time because it's important. You may not be around when that emergency may occur or... As it is in our local settings, we don't take care of our children alone. We have a whole community that looks after them. So it's important that that entire community gets an education. Today, we are talking about home or domestic accidents. And like I said, graciously, Dr. Coy has agreed to be with us once again. Hello, Doc. Hello, Benny. I love your red. Thank you. We are, we are, we are calling we, yeah. everybody to order. Because we are going to talk about home accidents. Mm, it's so, important. Yeah. Right. What, what are the statistics telling us? How often does this occur? Um, interestingly, I think over the past decade, the proportion of patients with home accidents in the big hospitals are increasing. And I actually saw a study that was done in Kumasi in just 2021. And out of a thousand children, about 593 had one home accident or another. And so we are looking at about more than 50% of children under five getting involved in one home accident or the other. Mm. And that is worrying. Why do I say it's worrying? Because it can cause death. And for every child that dies, there are so many other children who will suffer one home accident or the other and live with disabilities all the days of their lives. And these are avoidable causes of death mm. and avoidable causes of pain and, and stress. So I think it's, it's very important and I'm happy that we are, we are going to spend some time discussing this topic. Mm. Doc, let's, let's start from the most common that we record in, in our hospitals in, in Ghana, and what are usually the scenarios that lead that lead to them? Okay, so I think if I'm going by the studies around and ranking, the commonest are falls, children falling from heights. Okay, and that starts from when they are babies. So I think let me just go through the the the, the, the sequence of all the the rate at which they occur, and then we can discuss them one after the other. So first on the list is falls, and then next on the list are cuts and hmm. lacerations. Lacerations are deep cuts okay. that we need to sew, and then the small cuts that sometimes they go holding your knife the wrong way, or the favorite is our blade. Hmm. They discover your blade, and I don't know what they think blade. <laughs> so they hold it, and then there's a cut, yes, and then bends. Bends. I'm sure every one of us has one experience with bends, be it mm. hot water that poured on the child mm. Mm. or a child that went, had soup poured on him, something with, with bends or holding an electrical you know, gadget or something that bent, yes. And then also violence. So some children are caught up in one violent incident or the other and they get, they get, they get hurt, mm. be it through beating or being caught in a fight between parents or whatever. Mm. Yes, and then also we are looking at um, um, accidental poisoning, poisoning, poisoning. Hmm. Poisoning is one of the common causes of very bad home accidents that lead to death and then sometimes very bad disabilities. And then we are also talking about drowning. With our change in lifestyle and our tastes has also brought drowning to the fore because now we are having a lot more swimming pools 
or even sometimes it's the the homemade ones that mm. the basins the basins or the inflatable yes, pools, yes. which is quite common which nowadays. is now quite common and then because we also want to conserve on the cost of water we are in no hurry to to empty the the pool as soon as we finish using it so drowning is also one of the home accidents and then also firearms when you keep guns at home it's one of the causes of an accident at home mm. the children always somehow find where it is and they always want to figure out what this is and how it can bring something out so it's one of the things that we are going to discuss and then finally also ingestion of food or foreign bodies they take mommy's earring mm. or the, the the popular ones so recently were coins yeah i think now the coins are a bit too big so mm, yes but then the smaller ones the five peso coins. 500 coins the five yes those, those things so now the five peso coin now the okay. ghana peso coin is small yes and the one peso and all those so those are things that are also children in your, your earring or your beads or anything mm. or sometimes even some of the nuts yeah. that we keep at unsafe places they choke on them so i think these are the accidents that we see mm. around and which can sometimes be very disturbing when you look at the the outcomes mm. and and doc as you were going through that list i was recollecting stories that had been done on this channel um around these things so drowning and, and i'll be sharing them with you as we go along because you need to be able to relate sometimes it's it's not far from you like you think oh yes you know sometimes we think oh this may not happen to me but it's sometimes they're very for lack of a better expression insignificant things that lead to the disasters and the tragedies. So let's start with the fall stop. I mean, when a child is learning how to walk, they fall off. Fall. But those are not the kinds of falls we are talking about. We oh, are talking no. about falls that From lead heights. to fractures, falls that lead to disability or even death. Death, yes. So I know there are many stories you can share with us, but before we go into how to prevent the falls, let's start with one of, one of the most recent or maybe one a story that readily comes to you on on a child falling and getting badly injured okay and so i think falls are one of my pet areas because more often than not parents in our bed to be overly protective end up also or overly loving end up putting our children in harm's way and so then we would normally say accidents are common in children under five, but for falls, my worst nightmare are babies. When the babies begin to crawl. And then sometimes, you know, we, we are sleeping with the child, and then we wake up first. And then we leave the child with some pillows around the child, but you forget that this child is crawling. So she can crawl over the pillow. And she's crying looking for mommy. And so it's oblivious to the fact that he's on a bed. Because children do not know about risk at that point. And so we, or sometimes a mother, a child wants to come. My mommy says, I'm changing my dress. So you put a child on the bed, run in to pick a dress and come. By the time you come back, the child's head is on the floor. Okay. And so that is one of the nightmarish ones. And they, because they are coming looking for you, they, 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 they come with their head first. 
and some of our bets are pretty high. Okay, and so it's one of the falls that I am quite worried about. And I must say, many people get lucky, but sometimes the, the mental torture you go through before you are reassured that all is fine, it's, it's not worth the investment. So my advice to mothers, always keep that child on the floor. And I have a philosophy. If, if your child is not in the court and both parents are not beside the child, please move the child onto a mattress on the floor. The distance from the mattress to the floor is so short. A cold floor doesn't cause harm mm. by the height. So that's because I've, I've seen a, a health worker lose a child before. Because the child, she came from work. She thought she was not sterile enough to take her baby. So we wanted to remove her on sterile clothes. And by the time she was done, she was rushing back to the hospital with the baby. Oh, and no. the baby didn't make it. Oh, no. Because her head, you know, some of, you know sometimes the... The more affluent you get, the more high, the higher your bed. So, mm, mm. yeah. So I think falls, yes, of course, and then the other falls from chairs, and then sometimes even from some of the playing equipments exactly. we give them, mm, mm. some of the exotic walkers yeah, and sitting yeah. sitting chairs. Yes, and so and if that child is a baby and it's, it's all wobbly and wriggly, they can topple over. Yes, so falls can come from, or sometimes they are on a chair. They try to get them, or sometimes they are climbing objects when they are much older. Sometimes they can actually pile up things, and they don't realize that uh, the one beneath is not as stable as the one on top. He climbs, and then down we come tumbling with everything. Kids are so adventurous. Sometimes I wonder where, where they get that instinct for adventure from, because clearly uh, there are times when you caution the child, don't do this, but they want to do it. It's as though they want to see what's in it. <laughs> oh, actually, before they... say, sorry, I jokingly say that when you tell a child to stop, it means hurry up because she's coming. So I, joke, I always joke about it that when you tell a child to um, don't go there, what it means is that he's going to hurry up. Okay. Because you are saying he shouldn't go, so he knows that you'll come after him or mm. her. Mm. The earlier he gets there to figure out what is there, mm. the better. That is just by way. So, but that's how adventurous children are. It's because they have not then been socialized to see what is risky. They are an open book. And adventure is human nature. We all love adventure. till so we are socialized to see that this adventure is dangerous. If you go here, this will happen. But till so you know that something bad will happen. You are just exploring the world. The world is beautiful. They are little explorers. Ah, there's so much to see. And every day there's something new. Mm. So why not? Mm. <laughs> so, Doc, you've shown us how to tackle with falls from beds. But there, there are also cases of children falling from buildings and staircases. And you mentioned the walkers. Because I, I was reading somewhere about the Pediatric Society in America you know, not recommending walkers because they have children coming into the emergency most of the time because they've, you know, toppled over or they've, you know, gone down the staircase or something like that. So just share with us other ways to prevent falls um, besides always keeping the child on the floor if you're not by them on the okay. bed. So, yes, there are other things that we should be aware of. For example, if you are, you are in a story building, then you should have balustrades, and the balustrades should not be so wide apart. They should be such that no child can fit in. If you have stairs, you should have a lock, a lockable gate, 
across the states that a child cannot open. It's a must. Because, trust me, you can have five caregivers take care of one child. There's always that split second mm. when that child will, will go out on the blind side of everybody. And so those are things that we should do routinely. If you have stairs, you should have protective. Um, you, should, you should be fall conscious and ask yourself, how can I prevent my child from getting hurt when he falls? Mm. So that's why I even talked about the bed. The child will fall. Yes, he's learning to walk. He's exploring the world. Sometimes you have to do other things. But think safety as you, you, you choose homes. Think safety as you select designs for your, your new homes. Think safety. I mean, there are some things that if you have young children, you can put on hold. When they are older, you can do So some of the designs, curvy stairs... No balustrade, no security is beautiful, but it is not for growing children because they will topple down the stairs and, and, and get hurt. So that's what I'll say. The falls come, I mean, what he's on the table, the soup is down, mm. he falls in. So children will climb, mm. children will explore. So think safety. Okay. What I'm doing, can any child go through? And if your children are older, can somebody's child also go through it? So when you think safety, then you can put in all the safety measures along the way because environments vary. They are talking about workers abroad because, yes, you know, most of those homes have a step or two. And the children, and I must say, workers, the round ones are really not recommended because it does not allow the child to, to, to move freely. Okay. And even sometimes... Rather, the irony of it, it's yes. called a walker, but it doesn't really do well, the job. Well, it keeps you the stationary. And then some people think that they should let their children start sitting in from like four months so that they can start sitting and walking. And it doesn't happen. What you do, this child is sitting and hanging and the, the feet are, are tiptoed. Mm. So with time, the tendon at the back, the Achilles tendon becomes very tight and this child will not be able to. So when it's time to walk, she's standing tiptoe. She cannot put her feet on the floor. And that becomes a problem that the physiotherapist has to come in. And even sometimes they have to go to theater. So seriously, you buy a walker and go and pay for theater service. It's not, the child will walk with or without your walker. And so it is not a must-have mm. for a child to walk. But if you have a push one okay. where the child is stable and with an adult supervision, that is fine. Okay. Because then he's already steady on the floor. And he's just moving around. Mm. And it is help whilst he's trying to explore, he practices walking. But the round one that keeps them stationary with all the dangle thing down, thing tongue all it around has them. Wheels. So when yes. the child moves a little, it goes round. But the child is not doing anything by himself. Mm. The wheels are moving. Okay. Yes. And you know, it's all fancy and all noisy and it doesn't do much to their their, okay. their mental their mm. their brain development. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Doc, so let's move to the next one. Yeah, um, so we're talking about lacerations and, and cuts. And cuts, yes. And so you have to be mindful where you put <coughs> Sorry. any object that can cut. So, for example, if you have a blade and your closet is on the floor, it's a no-no. You should have a place where it's safe. And I always say you should have cupboards and cabinets or drawers where the child cannot open. And if you have drawers, you want to have child lock. So that a child cannot go and open your drawer and help him or herself to the content. And there I will talk about choking as well. Because if he goes and he doesn't pick your blade, he may see your earring. Mm. 
-hmm. If he doesn't see your earring, he may see some other thing which is interesting, colorful. Mm -hmm. It's different. Yes. For the cats, they see you holding a knife all the time. They want to be adults. So when they see a knife, they are happy that they don't know that you hold a part of the knife, not another part. So they hold anywhere that their hands will touch. And then there is, and it can be very deep because, you know, children have strong grip. So when he takes it, he grips because he's oblivious to the risk that it poses, yes. And some kind of the cuts can be so deep mm. that they have to go to theater and get it sutured. And it's, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary, yeah. Right. Uh, it's it's, it's um, a learning experience for us today as we open our eyes to the things that we think may not cause harm, but they do. So we've learned from Doug, keep the sharp objects out of their reach. And Doc, we have a habit here in Ghana of beating the children when they go for their things because we think that they should know that it is... It is an object that can hurt them. And I, on several occasions, I've had to tell mothers and caregivers, it's not their fault, it's your fault. You should keep it out of their reach. That's the principle here, isn't it? Absolutely. I think it makes us feel better. And I think it's pretty much in our, in our society and in our psyche, we always look for somebody else to blame. Mm. We are never responsible, are we? And so it's that child who will not sit at one place. There's no child that sits at one place unless the child has a medical problem. And so when you are angry that your child is not sitting at one, wait till he sits at one place for a day. And you will bring the child to hospital because you'll be worried. So children are born to be explorers. Under five, they have no idea what risky looks like. With time, they get to do because, of course, I'm not saying give him kisses when he's going astray. But beating him unnecessarily brings accidents. Especially when he picked something that you as the caregiver should know that you should put away. Just take out it from the child's hand. Mm. Say, oh, Kweku, don't take this. This is not good. Maybe a little stern face mm. for emphasis because they read our facial expressions. Yes, and so if what is he or she is doing is wrong, please don't, oh, kuchi kuchi baby boy, laugh, laugh, laugh. You can say, don't do this again, boy. And then, but then please don't be the child because it's not a child's fault. Mm. It's not a child's fault. It's not a child's fault. So we are talking about preventing home and domestic accidents today. We've tackled uh, the first common, which is falls, then lacerations and cuts. And like Doc said, cuts can go pretty deep uh, and they could injure the child. And, um, and, and sometimes, Doc, you know, sometimes when the kid takes the item and he's running with it, it's a sharp object, and then there's a fall. So is that the gravity of, of the injury or the potential gravity should, you know, make you want to keep your things away. And, Doc, there's an interesting thing you mentioned about children stacking things. So you keep the knife or the sharp objects at this level, and they can put a stool there and go. So it, it should be the best form of uh, protection in terms of putting them away. 
so that these ad adventures by these kids don't lead to accidents and emergencies. So we, we, we've decided to take the issues one after the other, go through them, and, and when Doc discusses and shares the examples of what she's experienced with us, then she gives you the tips on how to avoid a similar situation. So, Doc, from cats and lacerations, we go to what? Yeah, cats is about a quarter of the cases, and burns. Burns is about 12 15% of home accidents, mm -hmm. yes. And burns can be terrible. It ranges from a little burn of the finger or a little toe or a little splash with a few um, sweet-looking um, swellings, mm. um, blisters on the body that um, you just put some Vaseline on it and by the following day, the blister burst is raw, three days is gone. And then sometimes it can be terrible. Having a whole limb in, 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 in a hot water or water pouring on the child or a child sitting in hot water or hot soup, or sometimes a child going slips and falls and the whole pot pours on the whole body. And so we see all sorts of burnt injuries. And more often than not, it is because an adult left a hot food or water or something in a place and left the child unattended. Yes. I always say when you are taking water to go and bath a child, please don't put it in an open container mm -hmm. and expect the child not to run and come and give you a hug. Because mm -hmm. the child may be coming because he's happy to see you, mm -hmm. totally oblivious to the fact that you are carrying something dangerous. And so we should just be mindful. And what stops you from diluting the water a bit before you transport it from the kitchen to the, to the, to the bathroom? Okay. And what stops you from having what, cold water in the bucket before you turn on the hot tap? Mm. Because at the end of the day, you are trying to get lukewarm water. Mm -hmm. It can start from warm to cold, to lukewarm, or it can start from cold to lukewarm. The end point is lukewarm. And so look for a safer starting point, okay? And then we also notice that the accidents tend to happen in places where everything is enclosed. So your kitchen, you are in a beautiful kitchen, you have your counter, but you leave the hot object at the tip and the child is stretching and then he pulls whatever down. But if it's possible... Don't cook at a place where the children are all over the place. Okay. If you have an opportunity to cook outside and it's safe, you can do that when the children are indoors. And you don't leave a child unattended in the kitchen okay. or at your cooking place because he's likely to explore. Even the fire is attractive. Mm. It's colorful. Yeah. You see blue? You see yellow? Orange. You see orange? I mean, like, what's that? What's that? This world doesn't have the... And they are moving. You know, they are not even steady. The flames, are... the flames and the wind blows. It's amazing. This is a new toy. Let me go and hold it. So sometimes you see them just putting their finger there. Mm. And they have, their, they have this pincer grass. They are going to catch the, fire. the beautiful thing. You know it's fire. He does not know it's fire. So those are some of the things we get. We get the bends. And, and, and bends can be devastating. Mm. It deforms. Mm. And sometimes you have children who lose limbs mm. because of the kind of bends um, they, they, they get. And the time you spend in hospital as a parent and the emotional pain you go through seeing your child cry 
every time they dress them. It's not worth it. And we should try as much as possible. Please don't put a pot of soup under the table and say, Kweku, don't go there. Mm. Kweku will go and try, find out why you say he shouldn't go there. And so whenever you are cooking or holding a hot object, think safety. Can I put it on the last banner, which is so far away from the child? Yes. So that he, there's no way Kweku mm. can, can get that far. Can I close the kitchen door after myself? when I'm done cooking the hot objects, so that Kweku does not sneak in there to explore. So those are little things that if we do, can we tell our housekeeper that never carry the hot water to the bathroom? bathroom? If anything at all, bring the lukewarm water and then pour the hot water in it, yes. Mm -hmm. Or if you carry hot water, then it should be in a closed container. Mm -hmm. So that even if I bump into you, it won't, it's secured. Mm. You won't spill it on me. That's right. If your kettle is able to contain water and for that reason you are carrying a kettle, that is acceptable. Mm. But we just have to think safety. Okay. Think safety. There's a, there's a, a tip somebody shared. I, I want your expert advice on that. So she says when her children were growing up, in order to avoid them touching the hot iron, she heated it up a bit <laughs> and said, bring your hand. Tap. <laughs> How does it feel? It's hot. Okay. The children never came close to the iron. <laughs> In her mind, le letting them experience a little of what they will experience if they came close to such a device kept them away. I don't know what your opinion on that strategy hmm. is of course you can't do that with hot water but you can do it with hot gadgets like people who have salons and their children and maybe the flat um the the iron for flattening the hair and all that or the dry uh, or any of those things is that something that you you know <laughs> is, is it a helpful way of training the children to stay away it's bordering on child abuse <laughs> so it's it's, it's well we bring up our children in different ways. It depends on their age. It depends on how inquisitive they have been around this ion. And so, but then I think um, giving them that kind of education may also be dangerous. What if he decides to punish his brother the next day with the ion? And That's so he one. decides to give it, or he's teaching his brother what mommy taught him. Okay. But he doesn't know mommy just heated it a little. And so he decides to hit it well and bam. So I think we can find more interesting ways. But you know your children best and sometimes methods that we use vary because of the personalities that we have in our homes. Okay. Right. So we've done cuts, we've done falls, we've done burns. Yes. And uh, the next one is? Um, poisoning. That one. Poisoning. I have Poisoning. a lot of questions on that. You're watching The Baby Doctor with me, Bernice Abubedulansa. When we come back, Dr. Coy will be sharing with us how to prevent home accidents. We will be giving you details on poisoning, on drowning, on firearms, and a lot more. Do stay. Get ready for an unforgettable experience filled with laughter, dedication, and quality time with your loved ones. 
introducing the Koi Family Fun Day, where friends and family come together for hours of fun, entertaining games such as trampoline, bouncy castle, face painting, table tennis, scrabble, ludo, musical chairs, you name it. Join us on the 4th of August 2023 as we gather for a spectacular day of bonding and friendly competition. There will also be a health corner where our specialists offer dental checks, eye checks, counseling and many more. You may be a seasoned player or a first time participant. Come to the SOS Village Car Park at Tema Community 6 between 10am and 5pm. There's something for everyone. Koi Pediatrics, your child's well-being, our passion. This is The Baby Doctor with me, Bernice Abubedulansa. Thanks for staying. And if you just joined us, we are talking about preventing home accidents. We've touched on burns. We've spoken about falls, cuts and lacerations uh, and, and, and others. But it's now time to get some more education on the others that Doc highlighted as you know, some of the common occurrences here in Ghana. And poisoning <coughs> happens to be one of them. Doc, what should we know about poisoning? Um, poisoning here is often the child taking a chemical that is not meant to be taken or even taking look paracetamol if you leave it I just recently had a boy who just went to finish the whole bottle and went to mommy and said I finish all yeah and it cost them three days in hospital mm -hmm. yeah so anything that you take in excess that can harm you is a poison and the problem we have is we store everything in the same bottle of water bottles that we drink from. Mm. And I don't know what is about our drinking bottles and children. They are fascinated by it. You know, there are children who will not drink from even their own cup. They want to drink from that bottle, water bottle. That Probably mommy. is what we introduce them to, so they used yes. to it. Yes, they see us drinking them mm. all the time. Mm. And every child has his, the adults in their home as their role models, so... They want to drink. So if you are keeping your kerosene, you are keeping your rat poison, you are keeping your thinner or mm. whatever, in this same bottle. Because when you go to the shops and they are selling or in the market, mm. they also um, put, them in the same put them in the same bottle. One of the culprits, the caustic soda. Yes. That one. They put all in the same plastic bottles. Or, and then another problem, all these bottles do not have child lock. Mm. And so it's easy for every child to open it. And when he opens it, then many of these things are also very plain, trans clear, transparent like water. So sometimes they think they are drinking water till they taste it. Okay, and then they realize that it is not water. If it burns the mouth, then he's likely not to take too much. But some children would have taken a big gulp before they realize that it's, it's burning or it's poisonous. So please, the rule is that don't put poisons or any dangerous chemical in a bottle that looks like the water bottle. Because then the child thinks he's looking at water. Two, get the medicines that children love. So you know, some, most of their, their medicines are sweetened. So paracetamol can be very sweet, depending on which brand you buy, the multivitamin, whatever. So if it's so sweet, 
then he wants more. And if he's not in a child-friendly lock, then he's going to likely, it's likely he will be able to open it mm. and serve it. And he doesn't know it's five mils at a time. So he can take 200 mils at a time. And that is a problem. Mm. So if you have these medications, they cannot be in the drawers below. They have to be up. And I always say, not just in the top locker. The locker should have a child lock. That's what we don't do well in Ghana. Mm. Oh, I put it up there. I don't know how he got there. There's a chair. He's, he stood on the chair. But if he stood on the chair and he got there, he could not open the door. He will have to come down. Issue. There will be no issue. Mm. So we also, yes, we try and put them up. But we have to acquire the habit of locking and taking the key off. If you don't have a child lock, lock it with a regular lock mm. and keep the key far away from the cabinet so that there's no access. And, Doc, thankfully, nowadays, we have some of these safety objects, even the edge of your tables. You know, sometimes they can be quite problematic for children who are learning to walk when they tip off and they hit the edge. So you have all these edge protectors. You have these locks. I've seen some that come in a complete set. I'm sure if you visit your, your regular baby shop and find out, you may find one or two. So, Which is um, true. And I, I, I totally agree with you that we must begin to be more conscious of, mm. of child safety. Mm. Doc, we'll treat first aid in detail on another day, but because we're talking about poisoning, let me bring the... Palm oil story. The palm oil. I mean, growing up, I, I, I had heard it so many times. And if I had come into a situation like that, it would have been the first thing I would have gone for. You're told that if a child ingests any poisonous substance, and parazone happens to be one of the basic uh, 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 culprits, they tell you just give the child palm oil. I don't know where that came from, but... Is that something we should be doing? Please, no. See how I raise my voice. No. We cause more harm with the palm oil than the poison would have caused in the child without our intervention. And sometimes it's, it's interesting to see the, uh, the, 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 the man or the... The pride the, the, with the, which the, you yes, the strongest and fastest person in the family coming and everybody is smeared in palm oil. And you are wondering, what, what, what is this? Because what we do is we try to induce vomiting. Mm. Please, when a child drinks poison, don't induce vomiting. Because when you induce vomiting, the parazones and the kerosene, then it goes, when he's vomiting, then sometimes they aspirate. That's, mm. They take in the poison into their lungs, and then we have a bigger problem. So when you drink kerosene on its own, you don't have difficulty in breathing. They only come with difficulty in breathing when we have induced vomiting and forced the kerosene into their lungs. And sometimes we'd kill them that way. Mm. Yes. And so when a child takes poison, some of the poisons will be neutralized with milk. He can have milk. If it cannot be neutralized with milk, just give him water. A lot of water and move to the hospital. If he doesn't want to drink the water, please don't force the water down his throat. Move to the hospital. Because sometimes it has burnt the throat, mm. so he will just take a sip, but he's in pain, so he doesn't want to drink. When you force the water down or you force him to bring the, um, the poison out, because that's our commitment. We should get it out of him. We should get it out of him. The hospitals have a better way of getting the poison out. So the earlier you get to the hospital, the better. The better. But please don't induce vomiting. 
never use palm oil no matter what. There's no medicinal value in pushing palm oil down the throat of poor children. They are already traumatized enough, so don't add to their trauma with your, your, your home therapy. Milk you can give, water you can give. Anything short of that, please, it's not necessary. If you think he's in pain and you want to give paracetamol, you can actually do the suppository okay. so that you don't go and add to the, the, the problem up there. If he's ready to tolerate oral, fine, but if not, please. Leave the child alone and take the... And then always carry the container or the reservoir with you. Because sometimes what is on the container is what informs the health worker what to do as the, and to give us an antidote. Mm. And uh, look, this is, this is, I mean, with the assumption that it is a well-labeled container even. If <laughs> because, you know, because like you mentioned earlier, some of these are stored in... Water bottles, they, they don't come with any information, no content information. But some of these things that are gotten from elsewhere, uh, like those that are packaged outside this country, you clearly see even the warnings and all the detailed information you need on what to do, even if some, you know, the, it goes into the child's eye, when to go to the doctor. But we have a big problem with packaging, like you mentioned. Yeah, so one, you know what is in the container. Mm. Two, carry it no matter what. Because if you have no clue, at least it can be sent to the laboratory. Good. And the laboratory would inform the health workers what the active components are. So if they tell you this is acidic, you quickly know how to help this child. Good. If they tell you it's alkaline, you know what to do. So it is still important to carry the medication along. Because if you don't know, we can't fault you for not knowing. But at least... You should let us know what it is so that we can tell what it is and then know how best to help your child. Sometimes we even get the chemical poison out, but there's a better way of doing it, not this home um, palm oil method. Mm -hmm. That one, please, let's, 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 let's stop. Please, our mothers and our grandmothers, we've learned something Sometimes today. the fun part is they even wait and send for the palm oil, waste time, to bring the palm oil, administer it before, before they, they set off to the hospital. hospital. What kind of time wasting is that? Every minute counts. Mm. And so for poison, that's the key lesson. Every minute counts. So please, the earlier you move, the better, the better for your child. Mm. Now we're moving on to the next one, which you are aware of. If you don't know somebody who has been a victim, you have heard of somebody's story. Quite recently, you heard of that popular Nigerian musician who lost his son due to drowning. And then again, Doc, when you hear stories like that, you always ask yourself, is it that we never learn? Because years back, his colleague musician lost a child that way. Here in Ghana, we know footballers and other people who've lost children and grandchildren through drowning. It's a big problem. But, Doc, before we even go to the drowning in the pools and the large collections of water, there's a story we told on this channel, the Joy News channel, that I'll never forget, of how a boy drowned in a bucket of water. And it's something we don't address our minds to. So we fetch water and we leave it in the back of the house or we leave it in the bathroom. I am told that children, toddlers, younger children, can drown in water as high as one inch. Yeah, because 
it's, it's possible because what happens is mm. the water reservoirs are narrow. Mm. So when and not, children always go with their hands first. No child goes into sees a bucket or says, hey, let me turn and put my leg first. So more often than not, it's accidental. Mm. He's, but he's looking at the water, he slips and goes in. And so his head goes in first. And when the head and the hands go in, then he cannot come out. Okay, and as he struggles to come out, more water gets into his lungs, and so he drowns. So yes, it, it, it can happen, especially because our reservoirs are narrow. If it was a big tap, one inch, you may not drown. Yeah. Okay, but it's not a big tap, it's a bucket. Okay, yes. And, and, and let me just say this, and because I've been doing this for some time, I'm not a doctor, I'm not giving you medical information, I'm just sharing something I've learned. That the drowning has nothing to do with the quantum of water the child is immersed in, but it is about what goes into their lungs. Absolutely. So, um, like we're talking about buckets now, don't think that, oh, buckets, dear. Sure. It is not <laughs> the amount of water the child enters. <clears throat> it is how much of it enters his lungs. Yes. That is what the drowning actually is. Yes. Anna, doctor. Yes. What passes, Anna? What passes? Thank you. Because the drowning is that water has gone to the place where air should be and it's displaced the air. Mm. And so there's no more air. And when you don't have air to breathe, your brain dies. Because if you don't have air to breathe, you have no oxygen. The body depends on oxygen to function. And look, you try, let's hold your nose for a few minutes. You realize that after a minute, you start frantically trying to push my hand away so that you can have freedom to breathe. And so as you get frantic, you get more agitated. And if I'm bent on not minding you, it gets, you know, you get, you get, it gets worse. So that's how it is. I'm stuck in this space. Um, um, I can't get air, and I don't know how to get out, and I get more agitated, and so my body needs more, and I keep drinking in the, mm. the, the I mean, breathing in the, um, the, the, water. the water. Yes, and so, yes, drowning has become a topical issue now because many of us, I mean, when we were growing up, pools you saw in a few hotels, and then sometimes in movies. And then you dreamt of how when you grew up and you became rich, you will have, have a house with a pool. So that is, but then now there's this whole thing. So as we, we, God blesses us and we put up homes, we think all our dreams can be achieved. And so we, we come up with all these things. It's not bad to have a swimming pool, but you should always know that when you have a swimming pool with children, there's the risk. And there's always that fine day, one day when somebody forgot to lock mm. the fence. Mm. But you should have a fence that is locked. But there's always that day somebody forgot to lock the fence. I know a story like and that. And it's opened, or they are having a kid's party, and all the children are indoors cutting a cake, and one child sneaks out and forget, and then nobody sees this child because everybody is singing happy birthday, and this child spoils the party. Or parents are having a chat and then one little toddler sneaks out and the caretaker says she was also going to the washroom. There's always that time. And so as much as possible, if you really don't need pools when you have young children, please, please, please. And then make sure that all you take out the water whenever you are not using them. 
Yes, if you cannot be emptying your pool as often as it should be emptied, then maybe you are not ready to, to have one. Yeah. So buy time. Because it's expensive to maintain it. It's expensive to have the water. As soon as you finish using it, you should empty because you have children in the, in the house. It happens all the time. And then you should always have a fence. I mean, the fence with the lock is a must. And please, it should be sometimes if there can be a child lock, the automatic, the latch. Yeah. Where as soon as you bang it, it closes. It's better. But sometimes we put a padlock well, and a little crocro. Yes, you know, yes. <laughs> when I say crocro, you know what I'm talking about. I know. Yes. Mm. I just said that for emphasis because that was the old one. And then well, we just shift you it. just shift and you yeah. think and then, yes. Yeah, so you think it's locked enough. It's locked And, and there's, a, there's, a, there's a thing um, that has, you know, also been introduced, which is the actual pool cover. So I have a couple of friends who said, look, when I heard of this person's incident, I drained my pool. And wait till I got a pool cover. So this is where they, they spread something over the entire surface of the pool. So that just in case you forget to lock it, at least there's a second. So it's almost like a, a three-step security measure which so is, that the child is good. Safe. So if the child jumps onto the pool cover, he won't get in. No. Fine. But then just make sure that when you finish swim, swimming and you, you get a call, you pick, you, in fact, you are in the pool and you get a call. And you get out to pick the call. And the call requires you to come into the house and do something. You know, a business call and you're just going to grab a phone number for the partner. And your toddler decides that, okay, let me go and try the districts. So there's always that. So please be aware. Mm. Safety is the word. Mm. If you get a call and you are in a pool, make sure that your pool cover is there. The lock is there. All, all the three layers have been started before you, you go mm. because it can happen. Mm. And then I must add that every parent, if you have a pool in your house, everybody should know how to swim. I was just about to ask that. So you, you train the children along. At least it, it could help them until somebody realizes that they are not there yeah. to be saved. Yeah. But Doc, we need to move to the next one quickly, which is the ingesting of foreign objects and that we see that a lot uh, you, you spoke about the coins earlier and sometimes these things lead to choking yeah um, like i said we'll treat first aid on another day we've already established the rules of keeping the objects away uh, but because we're having the discussion just throw in just a, a few tips on how to deal with a child that is choking okay so for ch choking children is an emergency it's an emergency. So sometimes you can't say, I'm not carrying the choking child to the hospital. Yes, so you should know what to do. There are two methods. If it's a little child, we slap the back. There's a way of doing it. I, you will see pictures of it. You turn the child on his tummy, and then you slap the back. You slap between the ribs at the back, and then the foreign objects will come over. If the child so is when older... When you say slap, or... When your child is choking, that's not when to tap. Slap. Because okay. you want the body to vibrate and force the foreign object out, okay? Even if, because if you tap gently, mm. the object may not come out. And I think if I hit hard and it comes out, I can console my... He's already traumatized from the choking, so he will even feel your... Hit. Your, your hit, yes. I'm not saying fracture his ribs. Yeah. But, but it then should be quite forceful. It should be forceful, yes. Mm. You use the, your palm, not your fingers, to hit the back and then it will come out. 
as you see in the, in the picture. And then if they are older, you stand behind them, put your two hands under the, um, in the tummy, under the ribs. Okay. Yes. And then you push them towards you. So this way? Yes. You push them towards you. Okay. You push them towards you. Absolutely. And then the foreign body will just come out. And so he will just, it will come out with a force. Because as you push your hand up, you, you, you apply a lot of force to the abdomen. And so when you do that, then the air, the pressure pushes the con because he was swallowing and he's choking. So, you know, the airway and the, the eating gut are, are next door neighbors. In fact, there's a common area. Yeah, so when you do that, then the food, normally the food is choking the common area. Mm. And so when you do that, then it comes out. Right. So that is what I would say. Mm. Everybody should know. In fact, you should practice it at home. Now there are YouTube videos and things. Use it. Use the babies, um, baby, the dam, uh, the dolls. Chubi. You have your chubby, yes. <laughs> use your chubby, and when your child is older, use him to practice him or her to practice, mm. like a game. You know, you are not going to do it so hard, but you want to get the technique right, yeah. so that whenever there is an emergency, you know what to do. Otherwise, you will get confused. Right. Yes. So, and, and dog, like I said, you realize that most of the time we panic because we don't know what to do. But when we have the knowledge on how to deal with the situation, we are more calm and relaxed. Finally, Doc, the firearms. Again, stories come to mind of even teenagers using firearms and ending up killing. And I, there's a story of one who killed a sibling. This, they were toddlers and they were just playing. So as we wrap up the conversation, just tell us a bit on that and how to prevent that. Okay, so whenever you have a gun, a pistol, whatever you have, and you have children at home, you should know that they are at risk. The best thing to do is to keep them away from the child. And please never cock your gun or pistol. And don't put the bullets next to where the pistol is. If my child finds an empty pistol, okay, and doesn't know where the bullets are, he can't cock it. And if he doesn't cock it, then he cannot fire. Because they always try and figure out what is happening. So please, if you want to keep firearms, I think you should get trained. When, people, when you are well trained, they teach you how to keep it safe. And then you go through, just like the swimming pool. It is not a status symbol. Mm. And sometimes you say, oh, it's for security. Look, even when the thieves come and you're under pressure, you forget how to, to fire. You may end up firing your, towards yourself. And so if you are not trained to keep firearms, don't be quick to acquire one mm. because it may cost you a lot of pain. Thank you so much, Doc, for doing this. And like I said, this is a very important subject. If there's nothing you take away from this um, conversation, this is what you should remember. These are stuff you should not forget. Always, always keep your child in your eye view, right? But because we are human beings and we cannot do that all the time, you want to be sure that all the safety measures are there. So like Doc has suggested to us, keep the sharp objects away. Uh, always have a lock on the staircase. It's important. You need to invest in these things. And you know, you know, it's better to invest in them than to invest in taking care of a child who may be left with a disability for the rest of their lives. So why don't you invest in that small gates that prevents them from going down the stairs why don't you invest in that security that prevents them from opening the kitchen cabinets on their own why don't you invest in that pool cover or that fence is better than allowing your child 
to drown or to hurt themselves. There are more tips for you. Do watch them. We'll be back. Home accidents. One, home accidents can be fatal, so it is best to prevent the occurrence. Two, do not keep chemicals and medicines in water bottles. Three, keep medicines in locked cupboards out of reach of children. Four, think about the safety of your child when deciding on your home setup. Five, have a fully stocked first aid kit within reach and learn accident-specific first aid. Hello, do you have any questions for your baby doctor? Send a video or text to 0557-456-211. Would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of The Baby Doctor. I am grateful that you make time to do so. And uh, here's what I'd like for you to do. When we started, I asked you to call your friends and everybody, you know, because this is community learning is important for all of us. But you can get onto our Facebook page and share the link. Use it as status. And, and let's get more people in this campaign of protecting our children and keeping them safe in our spaces. I'd like to say a very big thank you to Dr. Coy. Doc, thank you so much for joining us to do this. Thank you. Dr. Coy runs two hospitals, Coy Pediatrics, in Community 6 and Terman Community 25. You can find her with a simple Google search, Coy, C-O-Y, Pediatrics. They're a 24-hour facility. Walk in there, book an appointment, whatever it is, just see Dr. Coy. She's lovely. She loves the kids, eh? You, you will testify. Just pay her a visit and, <laughs> and you, you say that I'm, I'm just not doing this because she's seated here. I'd also like to say a very big thank you to Azel Vogue for my beautiful dress. You can contact Azel Vogue on 0244155266, 0244155266 or get onto uh, Instagram. You'll see the beautiful dresses for all occasions, okay? So we've got casual, we've got official, we've got, um, you know, for, for your weddings. Everything is covered at Azelvo. Thank you so much, Azel, for this beautiful dress. And Think Media is where we are bringing you this important program from. Think Media is a North Kanishi contact. Think Media for everything creative. They're a creative agency. They will plan your events. They will help you develop a communication strategy. Look, whatever it is you need when it comes to uh, communication and creativity, Think Media are the experts. I am Bernice Abubedu Lansa, and what can I say to you? Thank you so much for joining me every day uh, we show this program. And until next time, it's goodbye. And don't forget to keep the children happy because a happy child makes a happy home. <laughs>
Now let me share my wildlife experience with you at Safari Valley Eco Park. Welcome to Safari Valley Eco Park. Our electric shuttle pulled up and in no time our tour began. We were surrounded by wildlife from the moment we entered the Eco Park. We were greeted by experienced tour guides who took us through orientation and how to better enjoy the experience. Watch these animals roam freely in their natural habitat undisturbed by our presence. We saw zebras, sable antelope, brown cranes, mara, silky chicken, yalas, Shetland ponies, and so many animals I just couldn't keep up. Our tour guides taught us so much about the wildlife, their behavior, and how to interact with them. I even fed them. We also went fishing on a man-made canal. Then we took a break to have lunch in this serene environment. All this amazing experience for this prize for adults? This prize for teenagers. It's a bargain. As the sun began to set, it was time to go back home, but not before dinner by the campfire. It has been a thrill of a lifetime and I can't wait till my next visit. Safari Valley Eco Park, bringing you closer to nature. I did pan a bit of young Obi. I grew raw on one if he. Now we are so. We still we are no more. We grew raw on one day. One rush to the number hospital is here, ma. We want a coroner. T R P X T. What? Sebibian you are. I don't know why. Psalm 100, verses 1 to 2. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Get ready for an electrifying Adon Praise 2023 Choirs Edition. Imagine choirs of prominent churches in worship and praise sessions on a Sunday. Yes, you heard me right. Sunday, 29th October 2023 at the Perez Dome, Jomulu, after church at 4 p.m. Theme, Harmony of Faith, Voices United in Praise. Come experience the awe-inspiring beauty of multiple voices united in worship and praise delivering soul-stirring classics from the following choirs cedar mountain choir featuring joe metal the new song featuring pca esther multimedia choir featuring kofi pipra destiny songs featuring fa grace ct praise featuring reverend edwin datsin voices of triumph featuring reverend ifueko chamien royal house chapel joint choir featuring emoji perez chapel choir perez chapel international bethel revival Global Evangelical Ministry, Team Eternity, Harmonious Chorale. Tickets are going on sale for 70 Ghana CD standard by the short code star 714 star 003 star 3 hash. Limited tickets available at participating churches, Joy FM, Airport Shell, and the Perez Chapel Bookshop. Hashtag Adon Praise Choirs Edition. Mark the date, Sunday, 29th October 2023 at Perez Dome, Lu at 4 p.m. It's going to be godly awesome. The Adon Praise 2023 Quiet Edition is sponsored by Smith Seed, Self-Employed and Romance Drive, Ayawodachi, Fano Personal, Angel Cola, The Enjoyment Cola, Franco Trading Enterprise, Phone, Accessories and Air Condition, Papa Perfume, Access Bank, More Than Banking, Evermilk, Taste is Believing, 3P Garlic Mixture, and your Naturally Organic, Pilot Tablet and Ointment from Kelman Pharmaceuticals Limited, Pals, Coco, Last Stop, Escort Security Services, Think Security. 
Choose Escort Security Services. Happy delight. Share the happiness. Kivo Pepe, Mel Kwesishi, Media Partners, Adom FM, Adom TV, Asempar FM, AdomOnline.com, Joy FM, Joy News, Joy Prime, MyJoyOnline.com, Precious TV, Sweet Melodies FM, Sunny FM, Footprint TV, and Christocentric Station. Adom Praise. Yeah, Starting this October 20th to 11th of November, the African Football League. Who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money? Catch all the games streaming at www.aflafrica and on FIFA Plus. The African Football League, our game, our home. Now let's shine together. The Ghana Journalists Association welcomes you to the 27th GJA Media Awards, a night of networking and recognizing achievements themed leveraging media freedom to sustain the democratic and security architecture. The litmus test of election 2024. Keynote speaker, Mrs. Jean Mensah, Chairperson, Electoral Commission, Chairman, Reverend Dr. Ernest Dujemfi, Chairman, National Peace Council, Special Guests of Honor, Honorable Opong Krumah, Minister for Information, and Her Excellency Virginia E. Palmer, U.S. Ambassador to Ghana. Join us at the 27th GJA Media Awards as we celebrate excellence at the Accra International Conference Center, Sunday, October 29th, 2023, 3 p.m. sharp. Lead sponsor, GCB Bank. Major sponsors, U.S. Embassy, KGL, Ghana Gas, ADB Bank, Yoko, and Tobinko. Supporting sponsors, Ghana Police Service, Stamping Bank, Access Bank, GBC, National Security, Kapoha, SNIT, National Insurance Commission, Innerlink, and Ghana Shippers Authority, powered by the GJA and Glow Productions. On September 15, 2023, the Volta River Authority initiated a control spillage of the Akosombo Dam when the water level reached 272.5 feet. Began control spillage of water from the Akosombo Dam and Pong Dams owing to high levels into the reservoir, resulting in the water level exceeding its upper level. The spillage is to prevent the water from overtopping and compromising the integrity of the dam. About 38 days later, on October 9, the VRA announced the need to increase the spillage due to rising inflow, requiring the opening of an additional four floodgates. By this point, the inundation had affected many districts, with Mepe being the most hit. Evacuation exercises were intensified as homes were submerged. Government stepped in, with the Deputy Minister of Energy leading a delegation to the Hydro Dam, where a detailed presentation was given on the reasons, methods, timing, and consequences of the spillage. In July, we depend on the Ghana Meteorological Agency for forecasts because the water that comes, it comes through rainfall. 
at the time, the forecast gave the indication that we are not supposed to expect too much water into the reservoir. So at that time, if you look at, in terms of elevation, what we should expect, we're supposed to go as high as a maximum of around 274 feet, which is two feet below where you would normally want your maximum of 276. But in August, the situation changed. The same GMET now issued a new adaptated forecast that the situation has changed and we should expect a lot of rain going forward. So then we set our APP in motion. Once we got that information, we set our APP in motion. Government's priority, as always, is to first of all make sure no lives are lost in the process. We, we abate and reduce and cushion uh, the effect that it, it, it has on property and the unfortunate ones that will be affected, property that will be affected by the spill. Government working with VRA and NADMO will ensure that the properties are restored uh, for, for the persons whose properties will be affected. The spillage continued with the VRA releasing 185,000 cubic feet of water every second, causing the floods to spread further downstream. VRA has a monitoring team you know, that went to the lower volta even before we started the spill event, and they are still there. Together with other actors like the district assembly officials, NADMO, etc., they are monitoring the situation and then giving us a feedback of what is going wrong and how we have to react. The emergency preparedness plan, as we have been briefed on, classifies the various phases and what we have to do. So at this stage of phase two, we have established what we call the emergency operational centers. That's the EOCs. And these are manned by NADMO officials. And they coordinate all the activities that are going on in the various communities and districts. So they give us feedback of all the, um, that is the impacted, the, or the heavily impacted areas for us to also respond immediately to their needs. Concerned about the impact, the VRA delivered the first and second batches of relief items, estimated at more than a million Ghana cities. What you are seeing now, we seek to intensify our humanitarian efforts to bring in more relief items. So that's what you're seeing here. So basically, we are targeting nine districts, you know. We joined NADMO to donate the first batch of items at uh, Central Town, that's Adidobe. We are here now at Norton, and we'll be looking at the other districts. Mepe, the hardest-hit community, became the emergency operation center, with St. Kizito Senior High School 7 as the largest safe haven, shattering an estimated 2,000 victims in the first week alone. The distribution of relief items intensified. We have decided to move to every room per household so that we can get everybody on board to get at least the full staff, basin, toilet, do everything so that nobody will, will stay without any relief items. Member of Parliament for North Tong, Samuel Okujeto Ablakwa launched a mobile relief caravan initiative aimed to aid 10,000 victims. I mean, I mean, virtually the entire Mepa, we are in Mepa now, the entire Mepa traditional area has been affected. And uh, even those who may not be in the camps uh, are putting up with people 
uh, in Bator, in Aveima, and other places. So what we are doing is making sure that we don't only serve those in the camps, but we identify. So uh, a couple of days ago, we announced that those who are putting up in various uh, homes should come to the Mapa Presby Park, and we did a distribution there. Uh, today we want to focus on the camps. Uh, the, we are the uh, Mapa uh, uh, RCJHS, and um, and just uh, uh, adjoining this uh, compound is the Mapa Senkizito Senior High School. We are going to make sure that they receive their items. On October 16, 2023, President Akufado made a visit to the affected areas. He toured the Mapa Senkizito Safe Haven and announced the formation of an interministerial committee to manage the disaster. We agreed to establish an interministerial committee to coordinate government response to this tragedy. The most important thing was, first of all, to ensure the life of people. And that is why nine centers were established here in Mepe for all the displaced people. I'm aware that you are farming people. Riverbanks that have overflown and destroyed many of the farms. So one of the things that the Ministry of Agriculture, the Ministry of Finance, and the Office of the President is going to be working with the District Assembly is to decide exactly the nature of the support. While warning against politicizing such disasters, the President made this statement. I came here because Ghanaians are having difficulties and are suffering. And it is my responsibility to try and help. Because if it's a question of counting who votes for me and who doesn't vote for me, I shouldn't be here because you don't vote for me. This was met with a demand for an apology from the National Democratic Congress. Clearly from the information that we have picked from our MPs and our people on the ground, it shows that the government doesn't really care that much. It shows clearly that so far, the government has not shown real commitment to the people of Volta region. Let me also say that on behalf of the people of Ghana, the NDC minority in parliament want to apologize to the people of Volta region for the statement made by the President of the Republic of Ghana. We consider that statement as very unfortunate. And this statement should not come from the father of the land in times like this. And it surprises us. And we are really disappointed in a statement coming from His Excellency the President. We call on him also to apologize to the people of Volta region in particular for what he said. Former President John Dramani Mahama, the NDC party, Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagbin, and others donated relief items to flood victims in Sogakope on Friday, October 20th, 2023. But today, His Excellency President John Dramani Mahama has given us some items to, to donate to show our concern. We know that this may not be enough, but this is our widow's might. We came here with 2,000 bags of rice. Together, the NDC party 
approximately 1.5 million Ghana cities for this donation. Vice President Dr. Mohamed Obomia also toured affected areas and donated 160,000 Ghana cities to flood victims. On behalf of Alhaji Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, this is a personal contribution to add to what government is doing, and this goes to the eight districts that have been affected uh, by the spillage. It's 160,000 Ghana cities to be shared across the eight districts, personally coming from Alhaji Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, in addition to what government is doing. While relief items continue to pour into the North Tong district, Flood victims in South Tong lament neglect, saying they are compelled to rely on polluted lake water. Within my community right now, it's about two weeks plus. The water has never flowed from the pipe. So everybody is now depending on the, the polluted uh, water. My people still use the river to do some household chores. For about two weeks now, we are really suffering because this is the only source of water that we have. Apart from this water, you won't get any water anywhere. In the morning, you, this is where they fetch water to bath, to cook, to drink. Some of the people, they don't have access, access to pure water, to pipe water. So this is the only source of water that they get. However, through Joy News' reportage, relief items started trickling into these areas. Due to Joy FM's reportage on the situation, at Sope and other areas yesterday we were touched. Vorti Kupak decided to support the people of Sope, uh, Mepe, Adada, uh, Gagave and other areas. We have started with 500 for each each community. But the starting is 7,000. We are distributing 7,000 and we'll be, we'll be in this till the situation returns to normal. We hope to we hope to distribute about 20,000 bags by the time this thing is gone down. The disaster has impacted virtually every aspect of human existence, social life, education, businesses, farmlands. While hundreds of school-going children remain what at home, 20-year-old Gertrude Nuchukbe, a graduate of Akachi what Technical School, decided to fill the gap. What can the ears do? <laughs> Businesses continue to tally their losses. Since morning, I've not made any single sale. Even yesterday, how much did I sell? 500 cities. So Before, how much would you, would you have uh, uh, sold on a day, on a regular day? Yes, like 2,000 or 3,000. But now, yesterday, 500. Today, nothing. We are really suffering. The elderly are the most affected. With tears in their eyes, families struggle to survive amidst the disaster. The VRA reported spending 9 million Ghana cities as of October 23, 2023. VRA has committed to an amount of 20 million um, to be um, used to handle this. Uh, I must say that um, 
since the um, uh, spelling started, um, there have been calls for payment of things. Uh, and so it is something that is um, ongoing. But at the last count, I think we spent about nine million cities uh, towards the procurement of food, food items and all the things that has been done so far as was in the region. But in total, we are committed to spending an amount of 20 million cities. Meanwhile, the Minister of Sanitation and Water Resources, Freda Prempre, has blamed flood victims of the Akusumbo Dam spillage for not heeding to early warnings from the authorities to evacuate. We don't want what has happened at Akosombo to happen to, to us in Accra. The Akosombo spillage, even though VRA, NADMO, the Water Resources Commission came together to educate the people in the community, did simulation exercises with them even at Mepe, yet they refused to leave. As of October 23, 2023, 36,000 Ghanaians have been counted as those bearing the brand of the Akosombo Dam spillage. As we speak now, current figures collated by NADMO stands at about 36,000 people who have been affected so far. But the Voter River Authority maintains that not spilling the excess water would have had far-reaching effects on the dam and the country as a whole. VRE has a mandate to keep the water level up to safe levels, beyond which we stand the risk of dam break, which is an unimaginable um, event. That worst case, if VRA allows it to happen, it means that the impact would be far greater than what we have seen. With the spillage ongoing at 185 cubic feet of water per second and victims in homes collapsed and major public health concerns arising, the big question on the leaves of the victims is when life will return to normal. Carlos Caloni, Joy News. Ghana Journalists Association welcomes you to the 27th GJA Media Awards, a night of networking and recognizing achievements themed leveraging media freedom to sustain the democratic and security architecture. The litmus test of election 2024. Keynote speaker, Mrs. Jean Mensah, Chairperson, Electoral Commission, Chairman, Reverend Dr. Ernest Dujemfi, Chairman, National Peace Council, Special Guests of Honor, Honorable Opong Krumah, Minister for Information, and Her Excellency Virginia E. Palmer, U.S. Ambassador to Ghana. Join us at the 27th GJA Media Awards as we celebrate excellence at the Accra International Conference Center, Sunday, October 29th, 2023, 3 p.m. sharp. Lead sponsor, GCB Bank, major sponsors, U.S. Embassy, KGL, Ghana Gas, ADB Bank, Yoko, and Tobinko. Supporting sponsors, Ghana Police Service, Stamping Bank, Access Bank, GBC, National Security, Kapoha, Snate, National Insurance Commission, Innerlink, and Ghana Shippers Authority, powered by the GJA and Glow Productions.
beautiful people welcome to home tips with mira home tips with mira is all about learning home tips diys and quick home remedies so today we are looking at a diy what you can do yourself and for me what did i do i planted tomatoes and i have with me my small basket and i'm going to harvest it so whilst harvesting i'll tell you certain things that you need to know about tomatoes please take and stay with me There are different, different, different kinds of tomatoes, but they all fall under two groups. They are either indeterminate or determinate tomatoes. So determinate is when the tomatoes grows within a specific period of time, let's say three months. So within three months, it grows, it bears fruits, you, you pluck the fruits and that is all. That is the end of the tomato life. And there's the other type that grows throughout the growing season. It can grow as long as a year, so far as it has favorable weather conditions and it is, you know, getting all the nutrients that it needs from the soil. So what I have right here that I have plucked this fruit is indeterminate tomatoes. They can grow as tall as 10 feet. <laughs> so, so long as you can help it, it will grow and it will be giving you fruits on, you know, as and when. So what it needs is that for indeterminate tomatoes, because the vines are really long, you know, you have to support them with, with, you know, with a stake. You have to stake them. So that is how I was able to, you know, do this. So as you can see, I have some uh, ropes that I have used to tie them to support them. Another thing about Determinate and indeterminate tomatoes are when you are when you go to an agri shop and you go to buy the pack of seeds, you can see that it is written on the pack of seeds whether it is determinate or indeterminate. Like I said, determinate finishes its job within a specified period of time. If it is three months, it is done. But with indeterminate, it keeps on growing and it keeps on bearing fruit. And with this type of tomatoes, which is indeterminate, it is more suitable when you grow it on, on the ground. But determinate ones, more suitable also for container gardening. So if you are somebody who enjoys home gardening, you can plant the determinate tomatoes, which will be ready in three months in a container gardening. But with this one, just prepare your piece of land, just try and, you know, add compost to it and, you know, be turning it from time to time and you are sure that it will be giving you fruit as long as the weather is uh, uh, conducive for it. So as my tomatoes started fruiting, I started experiencing fruit fly invasion. So they will just come in and then just look at the tomatoes that are uh, matured and are about to ripe and then they will just pierce a hole. I, I don't know how they go about it, but in the end, they'll end up spoiling my tomatoes. You just pick one and then you cut inside and you see that they have laid eggs and there are maggots in the tomatoes. So this is something that I did in order to attract the fruit flies. I just got a bottle like this and then I perforated the sides and then I mixed vinegar, 
and water and sugar and then i poured it in the bottle the scent attracted the fruit flies and i i did this and i i hung them at different places in the garden and since then i haven't had any invasion of the fruit flies i'm sure that it has uh, trapped all of them when you when you look inside you can see that some flies have fallen into the uh, the bottle so this is something that you can also do at home to prevent your you know fruit flies from worrying your uh, fruits I have a basket full of tomatoes and I'm super 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 excited this is as a result of home gardening and you know i'm just going to enjoy my cherry tomatoes i'm just going to enjoy it in my salad this one it is pure it is organic it is undiluted so i'm just um, going to put them down look at this one for instance it's not all that red so i'm just going to put it at a cool and dry and airy place for it to you know the ripening process to happen more so that i can have like red tomatoes like this and did you know that tomatoes are very good for men so please when you plant tomato plants in your home please make sure that your brothers or your husbands or your friends will consume them in its raw state i'm talking about organic tomatoes So please, if you have a backyard, please don't forget to do container gardening. Get a small bowl, bucket, you know, bag, you know, put some sand there, add some compost and try to plant something. Or if you have a bare piece of land like I have in my house, just put something in the ground and you are sure that when you take very good care of it, it can give you something like this, which is so rewarding. If I share this with my friend, I am sure and I know that she'll be super, 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 super excited. Plant something today. Feed your family today. Well, thank you so much. It's been Home Tips with Mira. I hope you have learned something. Please don't forget to watch me again on this same channel. And don't also forget to like. When something happens, you want to know all about it immediately. Here at Joy News, we don't just bring you the breaking stories. We go beyond them to bring you the intricate issues in those developing stories. We are relentless in our probe, detailed in our search, and our commitment to be your most credible news source is one that you can trust. Because news is all about you. Joy News. Credible, independent, and fearless. Okay, so you know, so the one with Samini so and all of that. Ah, you love Adam music as well. I love you, you, Adam music. You like fingers as well, I guess. I love all the songs hey. and, and the inspiration <laughs> behind those songs. I mean, it's, it's, it's simple. It's um, what? It's, it's very simple. <laughs> I mean, you, I, just, I just want to create a beautiful moment in the, in the, in the bedroom. Mm. Most especially when, when, when the two of you are in the mood. And, right. You know, I want to set everything right, set everything straight. So that you, you two can have a good time. So. so how do we do it? Like we, we start playing before. Uh, yeah, we, you make you make a playlist. You know, you, okay. you you just you just need to try to make make a beautiful playlist of um, 
Kabla Kabla Bedroom Music. You I know. know. So I wanted to find out, you know, yeah. all these songs, which That's I love it. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I start playing before, <laughs> you know, I, I bring in my... Oh, you want me to oh, take you through the process? I, well, I don't know. I, I mean, you know okay. the song. Okay, you just... So, like you're, you're, so do you want us, you know, for those of us who love the bedroom songs, That's Kabla right. Kabla Bedroom songs, That's right. uh, would you like us to start playing it yeah. or, uh, in the car or we start playing it before we enter the bedroom. Does it always have to happen in the bedroom, though? No, it doesn't always have to happen in the bedroom. It starts, it starts, like, you know, from when the conversation begins, you know, to, I mean, through um, the picking up or through the transportation, to mm. whenever, I mean, I mean, through the house, wherever. I mean, the whole ambience has to be set right, you know what I mean? So You, you know, the you, production, they, they, are, they seem to be enjoying this conversation. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why. I'm sure, I'm sure that's what everybody loves. Everybody loves everybody loves some love, and everybody lo- loves a little, little something, something. You know? You're yeah. always happy. Yeah. Are, are you always like this? Um, I try, because, you know, our world, or today's world, is, is surrounded with too much to, to make one more sad than one will be happy. Mm. So the little opportunity you have, you have to make yourself happy. happy. So right. I, try, I try very hard to actually stay happy, make myself happy. But I have my down moments as well. Okay. So, yeah. What do you do uh, with your down? You, you play a song? Well, no, no, not really. My down moments, I, I, I mostly spend my down moments um, by the beach. When I'm right. down, I love to, to be by the coast and actually, um, you know, take some... You know, sea breeze and, mm. you know, and enjoy the ocean. Yes, and I love the sound of the waves as well. So it, it keeps me calm. Okay. Mm. Well, can we listen to uh, some songs? You want to listen to something? Okay. I want to. Uh, okay, let's try. Okay. Is it new? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Do you something. even listen to your own songs? I I don't listen to songs I have I've released, released. already. Released. Yeah. So that'd be a coin that we are all jamming. <laughs> Too, and all the Toku songs and all the songs that we love from Kwabna Kwabna. He doesn't even <laughs> listen to them. Look at you. Yeah. I'm sad. Okay, I'll, I'll just play you a snippet of something I, I, You're working on. I'm working on and I'd like to Featuring. work on this. Oh, I already had somebody in mind. <clears throat> if you listen to it, you can okay. tell me who. You can tell me who you think can fit to this, right? Okay. Sina, 
sin a soul. Oh, the God is So you see, like you could tell, you could tell who fits perfectly. Yeah. Is that what? Oh wow. This is nice. Wow. So this is supposed to be like a, a single. Yeah. Would be nice. Uh-huh. But you haven't, you haven't had a song with Becca in a very long time. Yo. Super so it dope. Looks like, it looks like you, you, you are, you are getting into. What's in the future? Because, no, be, no, because I mean, when yeah. when you look at, uh, well, you yeah. you've done a lot. Yes, because it's it's something. Do you know um, that you've done a lot? The oh, the, we, the save 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 a done, life concept. We've done we've done. No, you a have. Few. We've done a few, and there's there's still a lot ahead of us. Okay. There's there's so much ahead of us. So yeah. I I want to talk about you know what's yeah. what's ahead. But what's ahead is so much. Um, mm. Like you you rightly said one. Um, Yes, I'm working on something. Um, you took it out of my mind. I'm working on something which, by all means, I know the fans missed a collaboration yeah. with me and Becca, and I think it's it's long overdue. Yeah, yeah it's we long love overdue. That. We will we do that. that. We will do that. We will do that pretty soon. Pretty pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll love to stay here and have <laughs> you compose, you know, songs yeah. after songs. But this is your comfort zone. Yeah. I know that uh, you grew up uh, somewhere in St. John's. That's right. And uh, I know that you've been inspired in different ways, mm. and so I mean the essence is to take you back to where you're to where coming I grew up. from, <laughs> and and I would love to take right. you back there. Let's you know see the world. Hopefully right. it doesn't rain, and I understand that you play um, tennis. Tennis. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, you I get enjoy, to show me. I'm not club. well dressed for the tennis, but <laughs> no, but you're fine. You're in sneakers. You, you, you're cool. You're you, cool. We, you we get could to still, show me. We can still visit the tennis court. Yeah, yeah we can still visit the, yeah. the tennis court. Yeah. So um, yeah, you're gonna change? Yes, I'm gonna change into okay. something else, and then you just she just walked in onto me this morning. I know. And you, <laughs> you still look polo-ish, super nice. She just walked onto me this morning, so. I just um, change into something and then um, we'll, we'll hit the road and right. see where I grew up. Sure. Yeah, then I'm yes. Whilst we wait for you to change, right. um, I'm going to perform my favorite song. Yeah, I already queued it. I already queued it for you. There. Yeah, I already queued so, it. So uh, please I, hit I enjoy it. it. <laughs> right. Enjoy. But you know so, you don't do this when 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 you're standing on stage. You're always like that. <laughs> Can I let you go? Baby? I don't want to let you go. But you have to but go. But I need to change. Yeah, please. So, I'll be with you guys so in a bit. Stuck with you forever and ever. I'll do your way. Yes, I'm here and you. I'm afraid to lose. <laughs> Don't want you to know that. Well, this is actually a commercial break. We're moving somewhere to St. John's.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.